1: What you're about to hear is a teaser for our new bonus episodes we're doing for subscribers to Beast Inside, the Daily Beast membership program. We're very excited to have a special guest today with Elise Hoag, who's the president of NARAL, Who she's going to talk to us about feminism and reproductive rights in a post-Trump world. Again, this is for Beast Inside members only. To hear this along with the rest of our upcoming bonus episodes, head to newabnormal.thedailybeast.com. That's newabnormal.thedailybeast.com.
2: Hey, I'm so excited to have you because we actually know each other and are friends.
0: Yes, we definitely are. You make me laugh on a daily basis, <laughs> which I need. Thank you.
2: Tell me, and this is a very broad question, but I because we're in a situation that is so beyond the realm of comprehension, what the fuck is going on? <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, you know, in the world, in our country or with regard to for women. And justice for women, you know, look, it's really fascinating to me in some ways. Um, I don't want to put a positive spin on it because the scorched earth approach that has been elevated to the highest level of the land through Trump and Pence has had tremendous and incalculable damage um, to women across this country. At the same time, it's so important to understand that this is who they have always been. This is who the radical right has always been. This is who the anti-choice movement has always been. And they just found someone in Trump who would say the quiet part out loud. So it has always been about control. It has always been about targeting poor women and women of color. And it has always been about like Forcing women to adhere to a very narrow, period view of where they think our role in society is. Yeah, because
2: I grew up in the world of white feminism and I am like pretty committed to a broader view of feminism, because I feel like we're in this very interesting time where we're seeing just exactly how much all of these misogynistic legislations are hurting women of color. And low-income women, and so I'm curious to know. I see in my own personal life an enormous disconnect between these two matter, and we see it with the pandemic. We're like living in two different Americas. And I was wondering, like, what can we do, and what does NoRAL do, and how do we expand white feminism, you know, and end it and have real feminism?
0: You know, people talk about complacency these are the abortion rights specifically, but reproductive freedom more generally. And um, there has never, ever been complacency among communities of color. They couldn't afford complacency, right? So when we talk about complacency, we have to talk about white women complacency and white people complacency, by the way, because I don't Think that reproductive freedom and justice should only be a women's issue, but I don't know. When I came into the movement eight years ago, and I think you know Molly, I didn't really have a background. I've always done social justice work and organizing, but I didn't have a background in repro. I was really astonished by the number of people I talked to who were like, "Well, we still have Roe, you know, so it's totally fine." And the sort
1: of tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts. Good news.